welcome to today's rendition of Blonde Intelligence with No Makeup On. <laughs> so today we have a very special guest, Mr. Pete from the Netherlands, and I am going to let you tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Sweet. So first of all, actually, NL stands for Newfoundland, Canada, which is a very like a very common mistake that I get literally every time I talk to somebody okay. <laughs> and, and a lot of packages that get sent to the Netherlands as well. And then I got to okay. wait. So. Um, but yeah, I'm from I'm from Newfoundland, Canada. I'm 23 okay. years old um, and I'm just trying to make some music right now. I've been doing this um, what I'm calling a pop music study. Okay. Um, I'm basically trying to figure out uh, what kind of genre I fit into and what I what I'm enjoying the most, and so I'm just kind of releasing music every two weeks right now, um, oh, wow. in order to like kind of play with some different writers, play with some different styles, and uh, just have a lot of fun too. I got a um, I got my degree in music production, and okay. after after I graduated, I kind of I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I went to musical theater for a bit and did some work, did some work there, did some writing. And uh, now I'm trying this and just trying to trying to figure it out. And I'm having a lot more fun. I'm having a lot more fun making music, just make for making music. Okay. I listened to the song. I really enjoyed the song. And that's oh, why I actually want to come on. So I want you to give me a little bit of background about that song. How did you come up with that concept? And how did you enjoy uh, working with the producer for it? I mean, how did you even, is it just relevant to the time or was something that you was going through? So just give me a little background on that. For sure. So the song was written, um, the first songs for the idea happened when I was with uh, my girlfriend and we went to a lake uh, to watch the sunset. Give us the, give us the name of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was quite the sunset. <laughs> So the sunset, when uh, when the sunset happened, I noticed there was a lady sitting in her Jeep and she was all alone. And I just kind of like jokingly said, wow, that'd be a good idea for a song. And then as the year went on, each one of my siblings experienced heartbreak. Um, mm -hmm. my, my brother and his longtime girlfriend uh, split up, but they actually ended up getting back together and she's pregnant now. And uh, my sister, well, my older sister got into, went into a divorce and my youngest mm -hmm. sister had uh, her her boyfriend pass away and so all three of them have felt some sort of um heartbreak some sort of love loss and that the chorus is i don't know if i can love again so the whole song is kind of based around the idea of this lady uh, the first line is his 98 jeep sits parked at sunset and uh so the whole song is based around her emotions throughout um her car ride slash her sunset but it's very much dedicated to my siblings who have all felt that pain recently okay. and uh, are kind of continuing to move through it and still wondering if they'll love again. And, you know. Okay. Yeah. So you told me that you've been releasing music every two weeks. So mm -hmm. how does this particular song, um, I guess normally when you have a release, you know, it takes two to three weeks to submit to Spotify, to make sure that you register for the charts, to make sure that you have all your encodes. So how are how is this song fitting in with what you're trying to do for your career as a whole? I mean, every two weeks is, is, is fast. I mean, so what are you doing for promotion? How are you getting it out there to actually make a mark with you doing it so fast? 
That's an, that's an excellent question. And honestly, it's something I'm still figuring out. So I've learned that what I've learned from my very, my very short time of actual like practice at reality of, of actually doing it has only been, I started in July, on July 1st with that song. Okay. I don't, and since then I released two on the first day and then one right the week after and one again. And now today, actually I'm releasing my fifth. So that's the only, the first of the two week breaks. So there's been a lot. And that's okay. Good, so what do you, what do you consider a release? What are the steps that you're taking in the release? So in a, in a release, I'm literally classifying a release as just the Spotify single hits, or uh, sorry, not the Spotify single, the single hits streaming services. So once it's mass available. And now what I've learned since um, since starting that is that there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of these background steps that I definitely didn't know about, um, which is interesting. For example, submitting to you and, and to have you have you listen to my to my music and get your opinion on it even that to me that's a new that's a new concept so what i've kind of been doing is well first of all i've been working for for months and months and released in july but i you know started far back before quarantine and all that fun and um we uh sorry and so i have all these press kits and i have all these photos and blah 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 for general things that I've learned from school or learned uh, just from general watching. But mm -hmm. uh, I definitely, I'm definitely suffering and finding it difficult to keep up, but definitely keeping up um, with all these new steps of, for example, submitting you, submitting to radio play. Um, I'm also noticing a very interesting, I feel like I have an interesting spot in where I sit in my career because I don't feel like anybody knows me at all. But I feel like I've got some interesting experiences that have happened in my life. Like I've toured, mm -hmm. I've toured twice. I've done some European uh, exchanges with singing, and I've I've recorded all throughout North America. So like I have all these interesting experiences, but I don't have any name. So I'm finding it, okay. I'm finding all these invisible steps that like connect those two things. If that makes okay. any sense. I guess I'm just I, starting I, I, to become I a professional. <laughs> So, who um, have you opened for anybody? No, I've I've been doing mostly musical theater and um, actually, do you know what? Yeah, just musical theater. I've been doing a lot of musical theater stuff my whole life, and a lot so of. So you uh, haven't performed with any virtual shows yet? I've done one virtual show. I've done one online okay. concert on July first, okay. and that's on my um, YouTube and my Facebook, which can all be found. Uh, Facebook.com or YouTube.com slash PDMACD. Okay. Have you yeah. performed on any virtual shows with other artists, you know, other things that other people have put together? No, unfortunately not yet. I've been performing. Once I've been performing. Over with, I'm going to give you some, um, some information. Please do. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so, um, I know you told me about the single and that you've been releasing singles every two weeks. So what are the other singles that you have released? The other singles I have, one is called uh, Sleep is for the Week. And that's actually a song that I wrote with my band back in grade five. And we've, <laughs> we've re-moved uh, re it and blah, 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 re-recorded it. Okay. And so that came out. And that's more of a, it's kind of the same, same vibe as, I don't know, but it's, uh, it's more Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I've done another song okay. called, yeah, 
I've done another song called Running From The Moon, which I wrote with this girl named Sydney Clemenson. And she's done a whole bunch of great stuff. She's from Palm Desert. Um, well, actually, I think she's from Iowa, but currently living in Palm Desert. And uh, so that's more of just a, that's more of a folk rock, but it's it's all single guitar. It's very John. John Mayer is, the, is what I keep getting as a response, which is very nice to hear. I'll take it. Um, yeah, I know he's done a song about daughters that I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, daughter. Oh, how does that? <laughs> be good to your daughter? Yeah, daughter, yeah, yeah. Great, great I like that. Uh, and then I've got another song called um, Stars in the Desert. And that mm-hmm. song was actually written while I was away working with Sydney. Uh, it was my first time in California. And I looked up at the sky and went, wow, those are like the stars in the desert are just so clear. It's just got to write about them. And so that's my other tune. And that's more R&B um, is, the, is what I keep getting for that. But I consider it more like an alt rock. Well, I guess alt rock R&B is a good word for it. And then today, uh, finally, the last one that's out now is called um, uh, Roll the Dice, My Dear. And that's... Uh, a very old blues like so you kind of like everywhere you're you all over so what, I am. Do, what, what is it that you that you want to be known for what is your signature sound and how uh, i'm learning i'm learning pretty quickly that um i like i like the r&b sound i like this um i like the the bluesy kind of sound even more funk that's mm-hmm. what I'm learning, what I kind of want to start directing my songs towards. Um, at least that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that I like thinking about musically. The like more jazzy side of R and B, the more like di- the dirtier side of blues. But I, I also really enjoy um, I don't know any other word for it except for just the the loudness. That there's there's something about pop music that I just like. So I'm. So I'm, who is your favorite artist? My favorite artist right now, I've been loving, weirdly enough, right now, I've been loving Jacob Collier. Um, I've been just dying for some of his music. Um, but also, besides that, I mean, like, my actual all-time favorite is Elton John. So, classic rock. Just because I'm a big... Um, I like Elton John. I'm a big sucker for that, for the piano and vocal. Yeah. And uh, I really think he does some great job, some great job, some great... Uh, whoa big brain part. I really think he does a great job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the, your main, I guess, genre you're saying is pop. So, are you trying to get into TV, film, just doing live performances, uh, a whole album? I mean, what is the concept for your Career. Career. I think I think radio and live performance is where I'd like to be. Okay. I like I know I really enjoy um, I really enjoy performing it. I've been doing it for a very I've been doing it for a very long time, even though it hasn't been necessarily um, leading a band. I've been doing mm-hmm. a lot of I've been doing a lot of performing. Um, and I think that's what I like to do. But I also really like uh, I like the, the idea of being on radio. That's fun. Okay. That's that's interesting to me. That's cool. It's part of the whole driving down, you know, driving down the highway and turning on the radio and oh, there's that tune. And I want to. So have you had any radio radio play yet? No, not with any of these songs. I'm hoping, but oh, that's a lie. 
I got one, I got the song that was out today. Sorry. <laughs> the song that was out today, I got I just I just before this got a notification saying that it was played on I can't even tell you the radio station. Can't even tell you the radio station, but that's totally okay. <laughs> that's okay. So right now, mm-hmm. currently, how this is uh going is you're probably number four. For, because I also release a, the video that okay. goes on the video channels. So yeah. right now, today, give me your stage name. Pete. This is Pete. Pete has three singles. Name your singles, Pete. Right. I don't know. Sleep is for the week and uh, Stars in the Desert. And we can find you where? You can find me at youtube.com slash PDMACD or on Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, TikTok, Insta, all under PDMACD. What's your social media handle? Uh, PDMACD, P-E-T-E-Y-M-A-C-D. Okay. Is there anything else that you want us to know about you? Um, that's an excellent question. Do you know what? I, I am not prepared for that question. I'm going to say no. I wish I did. I wish I was more prepared for that. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you this. With you new being, being a new artist, mm-hmm. how has COVID-19 affected your plans for this year, musically? Oh. Right. Um, it's definitely made it more interesting. I wouldn't say it's made it harder, and I wouldn't say it's made it easier. It's just made mm-hmm. it more interesting because I think that I knew I was going to be starting, so I knew mm-hmm. I was expecting to be trying to take Newfoundland, the place that I live, by storm and hitting a lot of live gigs. But okay. nobody's doing that. So nobody can uh, really get ahead. So I find it interesting that I have to be stuck in my room so nobody can really get ahead in the live scene. But now we're all kind of, in Newfoundland especially, competing to see what happens online and who mm-hmm. can, how and who we can get uh, to watch. Okay. Does that make any sense? Uh, yes, so it's it kind does. Of, yeah, it kind of, it's just been an interesting time, especially for Newfoundland musicians. I think, you know, globally, everybody, but Newfoundland musicians, because it's a place that's just, for example, so small. And I don't, don't mean to be rude. It's so small. Like people think it's the, the Netherlands, right? Like, it's, right. So, it's so small. So we don't have much of a union. We don't have much of a, um, a real group, like a core group of people in the industry who are helping the younger people like go up. So it's kind of everybody who has been performing for so long or is trying to be relevant in Newfoundland um, mm-hmm. and has been live, you're kind of watching them scramble to get into this this pool. And I think it's I think it's very interesting. I keep saying that. But yeah. I do. So have you had any DJs playing your music? Uh, yeah, I've had a couple local, but nobody's uh it, it's mostly on like uh, we're allowed to have um, very small gatherings now and we just uh, the other day got approved for 50, 50 people gatherings I think wow which is, which is great yeah but we also had uh, two new cases like yesterday or something so blah blah but um, well, you know we're in the US and it's just <laughs> I know I'm I'm sorry I can only imagine yeah, the I, frustration I yeah and if I, I can't go out imagine. I wear two masks that's a great call, honestly. And just blue, just tons and tons of Purell. Just shower yes. and Purell. Yes, I actually, uh. I actually made some. Yeah, <laughs> you made some. 
Yes, I used aloe vera and I used some vodka. Yes, but that's crazy. That's too cool. Well, at the particular time, you know, not only with music, but with household supplies and everything, when everybody heard about COVID, I mean, it just threw everything into a, a tizzy because I was re- um, managing an artist at the time and all the shows that I had booked for him, all of them got postponed. And that's what they're saying. They're postponed right now. But I think that they're going to be canceled or they're either, go- either going to change them over to virtual. That makes sense. Virtual seems to be kind of the way that everybody's going now for shows, isn't it? Yeah, I'm working with a, a league on, um, it was supposed to have been a live performance that they were having, and it, they ha- it had been in planning for over a year, and mm-hmm. they had to move it over to virtual. And the only thing with um, with virtual, with people, you can go live and live stream, or you can pre-recorded and I think that especially with um, people having cabin fever and being locked in and everything I think that doing the live virtual performances is going to be very lucrative for the artists because they're still going to be able to make that money Mm -hmm. so I think that I think that with COVID and artists it's either a make or break situation. You're going to get out there and hustle to make happen what needs to be happening, or you're going to sit back and you're just going to wait for everything to settle back down, which may not settle back down. So yeah. I think that with this, it has definitely shown who's the hustlers and who's the lazy ones. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And it really is like, it's cause, cause nobody's, I mean, online's not new, but it's, new like i keep i keep saying to myself that all these crappy parts about online are all stuff that we have to fix like it's it's just what's the era that we're in do you know what i'm saying it's like what we're stuck with and now we're forced to be moving the music scene online when i feel like in the past there was such a fight to it from artists from artists perspective because it's harder to make money it's you know less less uh uh, it's harder to just track your work. You know, you, you can't really keep track. Well, they're of making it. that easy. It's that's easy they are. now. They're using blockchain Definitely. technology for that. So, of course, you know, you're going to want to encode your music with mm-hmm. virtual encode. Of course, you know, you're going to want to set up with SoundTrust. I mean, with, yeah, with SoundTrust. You want to make sure that you have all all of your registrations because you should be able to get paid like four different ways off of one song. Yes, totally. Yeah. And I'm with I'm with all those those streaming those services definitely. But it's like it's it's interesting to see how how those things are going to evolve with more people coming online to me. Like how are they going to become I guess easier for the general public or the general musician? Are they going to become that way even? Well, I don't you, know well you also have to look at that all artists are not good artists. Some yeah. a lot of the music industry is just saturated with artists and i would say and i'm just gonna say over half of them need to go back and rework some of the things that they're doing it's not professional it's it just wasn't ready for a release it's not like a podcast it's your music and it's several components that go into that 
And with me being a tastemaker, I always see people that's not ready to be released. Right. So when I came across your song, I was like, oh, yeah, I, this is great. So yeah, well, I I'm, think that you're going to do well. Thank you very much. I'm glad. And I'm glad that you are noticing and appreciating the time I've put into it because I have put time into it. So it's nice. But I am also I making say, a lot of mistakes still. So <laughs> that's OK. Out. That's a learning process. I mean, and this is the thing. With everything that happened with COVID-19, everybody is in the learning process. It's not just the independent artists. It's record labels. It's television uh, networks. It's everybody trying to find their footing and trying to learn. So that's the reason why at this particular time, there's no wrong way to do it. It's just making it better. That's a great way to say it. That's a very great way to say it. Because everybody is learning. I mean, there's nothing... I mean, even with the podcast and I'm trying to get my license for the different music and everything, there's a different license for a podcast than it is for a regular online radio station. I mean, so I can pay to get like certain songs that I want or I can just have somebody independent to do it for me. I mean, it's like with this right here, it's like everything, the whole everything has changed. So you can either be a trailblazer or wait to see if somebody's gonna flag you for doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I'd yeah. rather be a trailblazer. I'd rather fight with you on the reason why I can do this than just just sitting back taking the loss right now. Because right now everybody gotta hustle. Yeah. Damn right. That was great. Yeah. I'm not I'm not clapping sarcastically. That was <laughs> awesome. It's true. And it's very it's it's very uh, it's very tiring and I would almost say annoying to watch the people who have been hustling um, just quickly crumbling and just complaining about it instead of doing anything. Because they didn't they didn't build a solid foundation. It's, it's, yeah. That was one of the reasons why I even started. I have a company. One of the reasons why I ever even started my company is because I actually started writing a blog and I was coming across several artists that didn't have their foundation right. So they weren't making any money and they would put a song out on Facebook and thought it was a release. No registrations, never registered with a PR or nothing, just putting it out there and just hoping somebody would catch on. And that's not the way it works. You have to have the proper registrations in place to make money. And you can be, I would say Facebook popular, but if the numbers are not, being recorded then is nothing very true very true and like i said about um newfoundland in particular uh just mm-hmm. for example one of my friends is um he's making youtube he putting making songs and putting them just on youtube he's got over four million views on, on a couple of them and none of them but are it's not don't do anything if i mean nothing exactly and then and then with that he actually can monetize his channel but he needs to set up an account with a video distributor and yeah. then they're not going to go backwards, but they can go forward. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Definitely. It's too bad. It's too bad. But like, and like you said, like there's, that's the, I guess I was complaining about those steps being invisible or like hard to obtain. But like you said, it's, it's very important to have those steps, not hard to attain, but um, reachable in the sense that if you really want it, you can grab it. But if you don't, if you don't see that as, you know, the initiative to take it, then it's just going to stay there. I think that's right. it. And I think you said that cool. 
I think that's cool. Yeah. Thanks for that perspective. Oh, you're welcome. And I would like to thank you for coming. And everybody, this is Pete. We are going to look for all of his um, new releases that he has. He has three singles out right now. And from what he's saying, we're going to look for another one in a couple of weeks. So I guess at the end of six months, we're going to have like a great ass EP. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> technically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, all right. Oh, boy. Well, I thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. This was so much fun for me. Uh, Thank you. All right. Uh